0: Hi, we're two foodies in a pod. Grab a snack and settle down. I'm Tamsin Hill. And I'm Claudia Ellis. And I'm finally back. After what, one episode? <laughs> I'm so happy to have you back
1: though, because as we were saying earlier, I just felt like I went on a weird ramble and it just, I had no guidance. Mm. I wasn't actually talking about what we usually talk about. It's just, it wasn't the same chatty happy vibes that we tend to go for
0: oh no still happy yeah if you're there it's happy
1: oh always happy we
0: are getting to the end of my degree um but we've made time for a a little podcast little recording
1: i'm very excited for this one yeah
0: this is purely down to the fact that i'm going to this country next week and town's just come back yeah so we thought we'd give you a little insight into the foods,
1: yeah, and also I was born in this country, so I can't believe we haven't done this cuisine yet.
0: I am not born in that country, but I like to ski there.
1: I think we all like to ski there. I wouldn't like to ski anywhere else. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about French food, and I yeah, I don't know if you guess. I know, I know. I always forget how rich. I mean, when you think of high end gastronomical cuisine you tend to think of French food so I'm quite surprised we haven't done it when it is literally the birthplace of haute cuisine like really really bougie high-end sophisticated flavors meals and everything that's what French food is
0: it's weird isn't it because you wouldn't go on to Deliveroo and think oh I'm gonna try some French food like you go for Italian or Mexican or Japanese but there's it French isn't really on that level is it but then you think of your classic croissant and your baguette. But it's because
1: the French take such pride in the way that they produce food. They, they're they so proud of their own separate regions, where they get the food from. It's all local produce. Mm. They go to the separate butchers for meat, you know, the poissonnerie for the fish, like the fishmongers. They go to the grocery, yeah, yeah. they don't just go to a supermarket like we do. And as a result, they're just so anti-anything fast food, Mm. which is probably why you don't get deliveries or like deliveries of French food because it's a whole experience and a whole process, which is something I spoke about on the podcast last time. The French take real, real pride in the whole experience of eating. I mean, lunch breaks in France are two hours long because you have to take that extra time. Two hours. Yeah, two hours.
0: You know what? I am, um, I'm having a nap in that time instead. Well, yeah, but I feel like after eating French
1: food, oh my God, I only realised this past weekend, they eat such heavy, dense food. You need a bloody nap.
0: Because I, I, I did think I did hear it on a podcast once, it was from a French, um, who's that one from Main Chelsea? Obviously she's, she's crazy, but um, she was saying that like, she found it really weird coming to England for the culture here because we just sit down and eat. Whereas in France, like, you'd go sit down, you'd have a bit of wine, you'd be chatting for, like, yeah potentially up to two hours before an evening meal, and then you'd eat, and it, it'd take a lot longer. Um, and there's the chatting around, but obviously in the UK, we just go, right, dinner's ready, sit down, eat, see you later.
1: Yeah, they take real pride. I mean, even when we visited a few friends in Toulouse which is where I visited which is in the southwest and that region is that food in the southwest I mean I don't think I'm being well no I am biased but at the same time it is amazing food down there it's really <laughs> yeah. rich really flavorsome they get a lot of stuff from Provence but then in Occitanie which is the southwest region they go really hardcore for like cassoulets, duck and loads of other specialities mm. but when we met with these family friends for lunch Usually when you meet people for lunch, you'll be an hour and a half, two hours. This could have pushed on for four hours at the rate we were going. <gasps> yeah,
0: because... Yeah, but if you're having a catch-up, I guess that's...
1: It's a catch-up. That's but,
0: allow- you're allowed. Yeah,
1: but it's also just the way that in restaurants, they make it last, the longevity... Of a meal, it is a meal Mm. time. It's not just you sit down. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's because you also you get your wines, you get your apéritif or your wine. So the apéritif is the starting drink. You then sit down. You get all of your water. You get your breads out because bread is always free in French restaurants in France. It is illegal Mm. to not serve bread and water for free, and I think that's an amazing law.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: But yeah, it's just it's just a different whole process. They just really love their food. And even my brother, he went to visit some other friends and it was just your bog standard family meal. You get invited round. Here again. gonna probably be, you know, in, in the UK, you would get a takeaway or it'd be a quick meal. You kind of sit down, maybe have a few drinks, whatever. But he just said the amount of time and effort That was put into this meal and laid on the table, and the just one meal, yeah, yeah. the sophistication of the meal and cracking open bottles of amazing wine. Even when we visited family friends, it was only sort of a snacky Mm. meal, but they still cracked open a really old, nice bottle of red wine and champagne as well. They just really take pride in sitting down and having good meal time.
0: When I've ever eaten in France, it's just been like in chalets and stuff, but. We've never really had an experience of, it's that like that home cooked, isn't it? Yeah. Meals that, I guess, take the longest as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I do, I mean, you love your classics, your baguette, your croissant.
1: Yeah, they're paid. They
0: are, mm, mm mm You can't, well, you can definitely, you can definitely go wrong with the baguette. But like, if you get a good baguette, whatever you put in it, you can't go wrong with.
1: I mean bread is the most consumed food in France so they do really take pride no. on their sourdough baguettes and like their flutes and their brioches mm. as well because I mean, they turn bread into sweet and savory. So wherever they can eat bread, they eat it. And yet, yeah, there's also a thing: you should never cut your baguette. You always tear it in France. It's really rude to Ooh, cut. Oh, yeah. a
0: little fun fact for you all. Yeah, that wasn't even That's meant. So to, cute. That wasn't
1: meant to be a fun fact. To be fair, but yeah, I always remember you should never saw <sighs> or slice your baguette. You just tear. And I think that comes yeah. down to the sharing aspect of it all again. You know, like you kind of, there's that saying, tear, isn't and, there, share. tear and share, but it's that thing of, you know, breaking bread together.
0: I've never heard of that, but another They're the really proud
1: part. of that. Maybe, that. maybe that's a French thing then. but I was brought up on that thing of, yeah, breaking bread together and drinking wine. That's such a French concept, but I think it's just so yeah. beautiful because everyone loves, everyone just loves food. I was even talking about it to our French friends and comparing to England, the kind of meals that we get served as kids in English schools, your chicken nugget and chips or, you know, jacket potato and baked beans or whatever, very, very quick, stuff. quick, basic, quite bland, very beige. Whereas I remember at French school, the amount of options, and the amount of flavours and variety and, you know, actual mm. proper I'd call it adult food that we were being served and eating from such young age I think that's probably the reason why the average person in France would be the most extreme foodie in the UK which might be why me and my brother are quite food we're just foodies because we were brought up in France so it's just normal whereas if you compared me to just the average French person my age I wouldn't be considered a foodie in the slightest.
0: It sounds like it just comes down to being provided home-cooked authentic meals from when you're younger. Because obviously that's, we've both been brought up on the home-cooked front and now we've turned into these amazing foodies. But then you get those people who are like, oh yeah, I love food, but that's just you know, I don't like this and I don't like that and I like it this specific way. No, if you're a you've got to try everything. It's because we're being
1: brought up on rich, home-cooked, love things with different flavours and seasonings being brought up. And so when you're brought up on that, yeah. you're just going to be used to different flavours. I mean, I can literally think of a really traditional French dish and that's the cassoulet, which is this slow-cooked kind of stew with pork, garlic, sausage, white beans and duck confit. And it's that kind mm. of party home cooked meal that would sort of be cooked slow cooked in a family meal and you would eat it on a cold winter's night and because it's been cooked and marinated in all these different flavors it's different, been thought about yeah, as yeah well. yeah different meats and stuff it's just if you're being brought up on that and that's kind of the standard that has so many flavors, so many different experiences when it touches the tongue and the taste buds. You're going to inherently be open to trying new and amazing flavors when you're older. And also you're going to be given that high level of standard on what food should taste like because it is incredible because it's got all of these rich, amazing flavors embedded in it. And if you're brought up on that, you're just going to be used to that and set the standard.
0: So what do you think of frog legs? Frog legs? Have you ever tried frog legs? I feel like I have when I went on a school trip to Dunkirk on a history trip. I feel like I did. It was either that or snails. I tried one of them and it wasn't too bad. whichever and Maybe it was the frog's legs because I feel like that it, apparently it's just like chicken, isn't it?
1: It is literally. I think it's the most pointless thing. I mean the poor frogs because it is literally just... It's the classic saying it is chicken, but there's barely any meat. There's no point eating it. But you know what does actually slap, if you get it right? Snails. Have you ever had snails?
0: No, I haven't. Yeah, it's just... Once
1: again, it's kind of similar to, I mean, if you have oysters or huitres as they say in French, it's never... See,
0: oysters, I could not.
1: No, see, but... I see. I love
0: mussels and seafood, but oysters, I just couldn't. But
1: it's a very similar thing, the snails and the oysters. It's mm. never actually due to the oyster or the snail itself. It's to do with the sauce. So with oysters, you always have either this sort of... Um, chopped up shallot and red wine vinegar sauce that goes with it or that's how we used to always consume it when we used to eat it in France or you put in you know some Tabasco or whatever Mm. it's all to do with that you don't actually taste the oyster it's very very similar with snails where it's all about the garlic butter and the garlic garlic oil that gets put into it then that's all you kind of taste and then it's almost like the snail is the vessel to have that garlic flavor so you're just swallowing it but then you're getting all the garlic flavor
0: (laughs) i think that's the issue isn't it it's the texture so my sister just had an oyster for the first time recently she videoed it and i think it it quite literally is how big it is and the texture of it
1: yeah because
0: you're meant to just swallow it aren't you not meant to chew no
1: definitely Um, yeah you just
0: swallow it (laughs) because i feel like the flavor would be fine i'd get over the flavor obviously i like seafood i like all of those ingredients you've just said but it's it's that texture that is again if you're not brought up on it you're not going to be used to it
1: yeah exactly so we were also talking I know you love duck but you tend to have it in Asian dishes have you ever had duck French style because they consume a hell of a lot of duck and when I was in Toulouse where duck is consumed quite Mm. a lot because one of the regional dishes there is confit de canard and I think I actually spoke about it on our Christmas episode Mm. because it's what we at Christmas, I was just wondering Mm -hmm. what your experiences are with duck, because I love duck and the way they cook it. Oh my God. Super, super rare. It's just, oh, it's so good.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I don't think I've had it in the French style, but I mean, I love duck anyway, so it's not, it wouldn't be, you know, like if I was in a restaurant and there was like the French style of duck, like I'd definitely give it a go. Like a magre or. I think duck in general is very underrated yeah so as meat it doesn't really you know when people just think of meat straight away it's like beef chicken pork okay. I think
1: that's just culture though I think it's because we don't consume duck or produce it as much in mm. the UK but in France when they would think about a meat
0: oh, yeah, like if you because look at the
1: meat menu on a they might menu, yeah it might be up yeah no exactly duck is a standard go-to meat in France because they have it in so many different ways you've got your confit you've got your magret you've got your just standard like you can have it in a brochette like a sort of kebab style thing yeah it's really really good I just I love duck
0: I would eat duck I would try duck in any form I think it's a very very good meat yeah that's top of my list what what are your takes though on a croque monsieur like obviously that is The classic thing you do in food tech when you're younger, do you think it's over or underrated? Oh
1: my God, it's so underrated. (laughs) I I was literally saying this. We walked past the most amazing Croque Monsieur place specifically in France. And that brings me to another thing Mm. that hasn't made its way over to the UK yet, but it's huge in France. And trust me, it will be the next trend in the UK, but we can go back to it. But Croque Mm. Monsieur... If you get it right and you've got the correct bechamel and you can add way more things and flavours into it than you think you can. Most people just think it's ham and cheese. It's not actually ham and cheese. It's you need the proper bechamel, proper thick cut ham, or sometimes you can put in a cordon bleu, which is, oh my God, that's another amazing French traditional dish. It's literally a ham and cheese, breaded, coated, beautiful thing. But you can flavour it with so many things. Like we had a truffle Croque Monsieur in France. That was amazing. Mm. You can also put duck in it again. The French just go to town on the croque Monsieur's.
0: It's like the English, we just put anything in a sandwich. So today I had a fish finger sandwich, and realistically, they are incredible. But maybe it's the same as that's the equivalent in France. They just shove a load of cheese on top.
1: Yeah, but it's so much better than the fish finger. That's the thing oh, where yeah. like the French just elevate. Oh, well, no,
0: no, no. Tan. You have got to stop there. Do not underrate the fish finger sandwich. Yeah,
1: but when you think of a croque monsieur, croque monsieur is a luxury in comparison when you think of a fish finger sandwich. Maybe I'm just (sighs) biased and I think that French food is just... Get your votes in,
0: please. Get your votes in. French
1: food is just elevated and more sophisticated than anything English food could provide. I think, like, even when you think of our traditional roasts, what I think of when I think of mm. the meat, it tends to be sort of overcooked, bland, basic. But the French and <laughs> their meats, oh my God. I think it was probably illegal in the UK to cook meat that under. Whereas in France, you just go signon oh, really? yeah. bleu. It's, it's actually an abomination if you have anything medium to well cooked. And I completely get why. That's why a lot of people in the UK, that is why people in France don't go vegetarian because the meat they're eating out there, firstly- It is actually
0: really good. It's
1: cooked to perfection because they know how to cook food out there. And also it's coming from traditional, local, regional produce. It's fresh. People know where it's coming from and they're just proud of it. So they take care of it when they're cooking it and actually mm. embrace it. And it's just- packed with flavour because they just done it right
0: yeah when I went skiing recently we stopped off at you know one of the classic restaurants on the slopes and oh my god it was like a proper buffet and I feel like if we had the equivalent of the Alps in the UK we wouldn't have the same kind of thing you'd probably have some McDonald's on the slopes or a Starbucks Whereas they have like these proper home cooked stews. So, oh my God, this like really nice stir fry and everything was just proper
1: home cooked. See, I think that's where skiing stuff tends to be a bit more tailored towards Brits.
0: Yeah, but home-cooked. the whole point is that it's, it's actually cooked there. It's not like a takeaway
1: yeah, fair enough. I think one of the main things that I take away when I'm skiing is the whole fondue tartiflette kind of things. That's traditional to the Savoyard mm-hmm. region in France when you go skiing. So that's what I associate skiing French food to when I'm skiing. God,
0: it's just all such good food. So let's go to pastries. Oh,
1: that's a whole different level. I feel like that should be an episode in itself.
0: Maybe it will be, but I love... Love, love, love a panne pan chocolat.
1: Do you know what they call it in Toulouse? Go on. Chocolatine. If you go and ask for a pan chocolat and a boulangerie or pâtisserie, they're like, you're clearly not from around here. So oh really? Why we call it a chocolat? Well, because you call it a chocolatine down there.
0: Why is it different? Why do we call it different? It's just a
1: different name because once again, what I said earlier, everything's so regional and everyone's so oh, okay. proud and it is slightly different i would say in the sense that the chocolate's slightly harder and in france they don't eat mm. their pastries warm so the chocolate would inherently be harder but yeah i t- oh okay. i agree with you there but my favorite is a raisin.
0: oh i love one of those as well yeah. i love an almond croissant as well i don't know if that's french or that's just something that's but they are croissant.
1: unreal they are banging they are they're so so good.
0: so good
1: and you know what i do also love they have these brioche buns and it's made mm. with orange water flour
0: oh wow
1: flower water essence or whatever and yeah that is so so tasty and what you do is you you have your espresso or your café au lait in the morning mm-hmm. your brioche you dunk it in the coffee and oh my god it just soaks it up perfectly Yum.
0: so what do we want to play our game on all foods
1: yeah all french foods all
0: french foods
1: i feel i want to do a whole second episode of this maybe For the French episode next time, I'll invite on my friend, Carlos Scoffier, who is the great, great grandson of Auguste Scoffier, the French chef that actually created Haute Cuisine. So maybe we do that next time. Yeah,
0: that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now it's probably time to play our favourite game of... Fuck, marry, kill. French edition. Chef's hat on. Like Remy from Ratatouille. He's a French chef
0: yeah so this is one of the ones i was gonna ask you
1: oh nice is
0: one of my options for you is a ratatouille nice the other one is like i'm gonna say nutella crepe
1: okay yeah we haven't even mentioned crepe so that's good that you mentioned that there
0: not lemon and sugar but i think a nutella, nutella. One. yeah and then let's go for the snails
1: okay right so, easy ones, sack off the snails. They don't bring me much. I mean, they're okay, but <laughs> I wouldn't go and order it.
0: Oh, I thought that they were going to be included. No,
1: sack them off because it is literally just guzzling up garlic butter, which is amazing, but, you
0: mm. know,
1: not for me. And then I will probably fuck the... Fuck the Nutella crepes mm. because that's a bit naughty, oozy. You know, I can actually picture it right now. Messy. Messy. I didn't have a sweet crepe when I was in France, but I had a savoury crepe. If you put in a savoury crepe, mm. I would have married the hell out of that because that's a whole other ball oh, really? game. Uh, if you've never had a galette complète, this is from the Brittany region. They have these special galette. They're these savory crepes that is made from buckwheat yeah. flour instead, and you oh, put wow. it in with cheese, ham, and egg, or you can have any filling. But that's a galette complète normally. And oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I can post it for people to see because it was amazing. Yeah. So, but I would definitely fuck the Nutella crepe because yeah, unreal. But why not? I don't get the longevity there, which is where the ratatouille comes in, because I do love a ratatouille. And it just, it's that home cooked feeling again. You know, like in Ratatouille, the film, when the critic eats the Well, takes that whole back. movie is
0: just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but it's
1: that feeling that when the guy, when the critic eats the mm. ratatouille, it takes him back to that feeling of being a child. And it's that sense of feeling nostalgic and comforted and everything. And I think that's what Ratatouille does bring you. So yeah definitely yeah marry the ratatouille right for you I am going to be giving you a croque monsieur because I just love a croque monsieur and I want to give you that yeah I am also going to give you a pate just like a standard like maybe we'll go duck pate okay yeah and then yep. I will probably want to give you a... I don't know whether to give you a sweet or a savoury. Maybe I'll stick to savoury and give you a cheese souffle.
0: Oh, that's actually really hard. So the sure I would definitely marry because I feel like... Obviously, I can't have the cheese, but if I was to have normal cheese, like you said, you can put loads of different things in it. We can switch it up and... I don't know, mix it up, whatever. And it's always going to be good. Load of, load of cheese on top, drown it, beautiful. Duck pate. I've never been the massive, a massive fan of duck pate, but this is where cheese souffle comes in and I think duck pate is then on the fuck list because the thought of having a cheese souffle, even if it was real cheese does not appeal to me since being dairy free having too much dairy scares the hell out of me so I think I'd go for the duck patty just because it'd be exciting it'd be exciting to try it and then if I don't like it then I don't have to go back one night stand
1: yeah I get that I think that's a good decision there good choice from you there yeah nice that was good i mean but once again i feel when it always comes down to any cuisine we need to do a part to it at some point because there's so much of it i, I want to talk about
0: keep keep going with yeah, yeah. i mean oh. we can do a pastries one because that would be good
1: you could do each region in france to be fair if you really wanted to go down the route someone did suggest though we need to do long
0: form podcasts but i did have a pastry the other day like a turkish pastry And it was so good. I was in Birmingham and I was like, you know, you're eating something and i would already just eaten these burgers elsewhere. And I was like, I'm so full, but this is just incredible. I've got to get it, got to get it down me, in my mirror.
1: Pastries are elite. Anyways, you can now look forward to eating all those yummy foods when you're in France and
0: post about it yeah well a little fact for you all i have never tried a macaroon (gasps) oh that's insane i know so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that next weekend oh actually this episode is gonna go out while i'm in france yeah so there you go
1: when it's out you can then post all your french foodie pics
0: so anyway i hope you all enjoyed this episode go share with your friends let us know any feedback or what you want us to talk about and we'll speak to you soon Bye. bye